It's just, just another Sharkman podcast. Come on, Jack, you can do this. Hello and welcome to Just Another Sharkman Podcast, your chance to plug into all the latest news, movies and events in the Sharkman film franchise. My name's Jack and I'm here and we're actually, we're actually missing Ferg today, uh, which is a real shame guys. Um, Sorry about that, it's a long sort of story. I've just learned how to turn on the podcast, turn on the microphone, so apologies, you know, I can't really edit the thing so this might go out just unedited and we'll just have to live with that, but um, it's just me, as I said. So uh, here I am uh, in the laundrette. It's just another Sharp Man podcast. Um, Now, Ferg's not here because he went on the hunt for some very exclusive content listeners. Now, as you all know, me and Ferg, we run this podcast, Just Another Sharp Man podcast, and that is, it's the most popular Sharp Man podcast in the world, which has been really brilliant. So we've been getting lots of advice from our ex-co-host, and he's been sending us all this stuff. He's been telling us where to invest. He's been telling us where to put the ads out. And you know what? It's really worked because we are just getting the most amazing invites from everywhere. So, you know, last week we were invited to the premiere. Yes, the blue carpet premiere of Sharp Man 9, which was just absolutely amazing and obviously we've discussed it already but I just loved it and they had this giant aquarium there were sharks in there there were like manta rays there were porpoises there were everything and it's just crazy because Chartman 9 isn't even about an aquarium at all it's about Sharkman going to a school and he becomes the headmaster and he has to tell off all the naughty children and that's a really funny idea but um it was still cool to be there be in the aquarium. Ferg, you know, he drank a few too many complimentary strawberry milkshakes and that meant that he got a bit hyper and he tried to jump in the tank and ride a manatee and they had to pull him out and they had to kick him out. So obviously I was the only person who saw Sharkman 9 in the end, but that was fine because uh, I did a great review. And actually I think what I did there the other day really proved that I can run the podcast and I'm ready for this. So if you're wondering where Ferg is today, that's because we got another very exclusive invite last night from the Sharpman Studios lot itself. Now, this is really exciting, guys, because I think we told you about this a few weeks ago, but there were some big building projects at Sharpman Studios. Now, obviously, they expanded the gigantic prison cell where they keep all of the naughty people that try to sneak into Sharpman Studios and they force them to work for free. So that's really good. So it means more films, more people working on them, blah, 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 blah. They also expanded the toilets. So there's just more toilets, which is, you know, always useful. And then the big thing, guys, the big thing that we got a really exclusive invite to last night was I think, I think Ferg and I told you this last time, but Sharkman, the guys at Sharkman, the CEO, everyone, they've been working on a gigantic labyrinth underneath the Sharkman Studios lot. Now, everyone wants to see it. Everyone's heard about it. But it was me and Ferg that got the first invites to go and hang out in the labyrinth. So, you know, we got on the bus. We got on the Sharkman Studios bus. You know, the blue bus looks like a shark. And we... Paid for our tickets, you know, £20 just to go to Sharkman Studios lot and just, you know, look in through the barbed wire fence, which is what we usually do. But today we got off the bus and we went round the back and we showed our tickets to the security guard. And he said, come on this way. We walked right through the car park. We got to this little 
doorway which said danger electricity on it and there was this guard and this guard had this mask on it was like a fencing mask so they were totally faceless and we couldn't tell who they were and they said welcome to the labyrinth boys and what they did they opened the danger electricity door and that you know that door is a really good disguise because that door it just looked like it was an electrics bit but it wasn't so we walk into this room and it's this you know four meter by four meter small room but in the center of it is a trap door and that trap door is open and in it there's this really exclusive cool ladder and what you do is you go on this ladder and you just go down and I can't tell you how far down it goes but you just go down and down and down into the labyrinth and then you can have your old fun your old explore you can have an old romp around the the new labyrinth which is really exciting but what happened was me and Ferg we walked into the room Ferg was buzzing Ferg was so excited I mean and obviously he was it was a new bit of Sharpman content no one else had seen it before and also it was a physical experience you know this is going to be good for the Instagram this is going to be good for the YouTubes so Ferg what he does is he gets out a Vaseline stick and he just rubs that Vaseline stick all over his hands and then he rubs his hands together. I'm rubbing my hands together now, listeners. And what Ferg does is he says, I'll see you at the bottom and he grabs onto the ladder and he doesn't use any of the foot bars. All he does is he just holds onto the side with his two hands and the Vaseline, it lets him slip on down, lets him slip down the ladder, probably to the bottom. But you know, as I said, we can only guess how deep that ladder goes. But me... Oh, it's a bit embarrassing to admit, listeners, but look, there was this small room with a ladder leading into a dark unknown, and I was just like, fuck, I don't really want to go down there. You know, I was a bit scared. You know how I am with the horror films anyway. At this point, it felt like we were living in a horror film that we could never escape, and, you know, I get that, guys. You know, me and Ferg have often said every day it feels like we live in a horror film that we can't escape, but at this moment, it was particularly tense and it was particularly scary, so I just called down to Ferg, and I said, Ferg, I don't think I can do this. I think I'm going to go back and wait for you in the studio. Now, I didn't get a reply. So I obviously, Jack, I don't know. I mean, I'm meant to be a cool detective. I'm meant to be a good journalist, but I actually don't know if he heard me or if anything I said actually got through, but I did leave because I was scared. So, you know, I've come back to the laundrette. I thought, Ferg, he'll be out in a few hours. It's been about, it's been about 14 to 16 hours now. I've been waiting up for him. You know, I've been playing, playing some little video games on my phone which I'm starting to get the hang of now. I've been eating like a lot of sugar um, and just trying to stay awake, but it's he's not back. And, you know, now is the time that we usually record the podcast. So this whole time while I've been waiting, I've been thinking, what happens if we don't put out a podcast today? Because as you guys know, we put out a podcast every single day, apart from the agreed days off as part of the podcaster's code. And now if you miss a podcast... No one really knows what happens to you. You drop off the podcast list and you never hear from them again. I mean, the Shark Friends guys, I used to be really good friends with them last year and they've just disappeared. So, you know, I thought I've got to do this for the podcast. It's just going to be a Jack episode. We're just going to have to do it. So uh, here we are. I've prepared a big list of Sharkman content for us to get through today that I've just had to pull out of my mind. Usually Ferg does it, but it's Jack's turn now. So we're just going to go through my list and let's have a, just a brilliant Sharkman lovely Saturday. So let's let's get going. Oh, just before we dive in, I've obviously been tweeting that Ferg is now a missing person and I've got some messages back saying, why hasn't he just texted me? Why hasn't he just tweeted me? And 
just just in answer to that, guys, what's happened is I don't actually have a phone anymore. And the thing, the reason why I don't have a phone anymore is, as you know, I've got a new iPad, which is really exciting, and I've been loving it, and I've been playing with it all the time. But what I did was I accidentally, I was in the kitchen, I was looking up a recipe on the iPad, which is cool that you can do, and I accidentally dropped the iPad onto my phone. So it broke the phone. Unfortunately, don't have any contact with Ferg. I don't think there's any 4G in the labyrinth, so he's not gonna be able to tweet me. But, never fear because I've obviously thought this through. I've obviously had to live without a phone for a couple days now. So so what I've done is I've asked the owners of the laundrette. They're really nice, they're a really nice family. And what they did is they said, well, we can't give you a mobile phone, but we can give you this old 1980s landline with an answer machine. Now the answer machine doesn't work. It will record the answer phone and then it will delete it immediately. But Ferg knows the number. He'll probably just call there and then you can come and pick it up, Jack. So this is exciting. I've got this on the table and as I can't edit the podcast, if Ferg rings, you guys are gonna be the first to know. So that's exciting and maybe we should just crack on. Just gonna, uh, Ferg never lets me do this, but I'm just gonna chug this apple juice. He always says, uh, don't drink too much sugar on the podcast, but you know what? I've been up for 18 hours now. Ferg does it all the time, but I can't stay up this late. And I do just love juice, so I'm just gonna chug that juice and then we're gonna get on with the content. So you ready? Right, so let's get right in with something that Ferg would never ever let me do on the podcast. We're gonna review a kid's film. Now Ferg is always like, Jack, I don't want you to review another kid's film because they are all the same. Well, let me tell you listeners, they're not all the same. I see every single one that comes out, I review it on my YouTube channel and you can check it out there. But this is gonna be one of the first times that we review one of the kids' films on the podcast cause it's just me, it's not Ferg. Now, I saw this last night after I abandoned Fergus inside the giant maze. Right, so uh, it's called, get ready for this. It's called The Marshmallow Twins. Now, I just wanna say that I love this movie. I just had a great time from start to finish. It's four hours long. Um, and I was in it the whole time. Now, the cool thing about the Marshmallow Twins is that it speaks to everyone. It speaks to toddlers, it speaks to little kids, it speaks to adults, it speaks to old people, because you know what? It's made in a universal language. Now, we've gone into this before on the podcast, but what is so cool about the kids' films made by Sharpman Studios is that the whole film is always just a black dot pulsating on a white screen. Now, some people say, some people say, oh, that's so boring, they're all the same, you know. You know, kids aren't actually that stupid, they can understand a story, and Sharpman Studios are like, no, we're just gonna give you a black dot pulsating on a white screen. Now, some people say, oh, well, that's just trying to save money. But I say, no, guys, look at it again, right? So the point of sitting in the dark and watching a black dot pulsate on a white screen for four hours is that you can fill that film with your own imagination. So the Marshmallow Twins I watched is gonna be totally different from the Marshmallow Twins that the creepy old man in front of me was watching. Now, to me, and obviously, again, it's totally subjective, to me, 
The Marshmallow Twins was the coolest crossover I have seen in Sharpman Studios in months. Because you know what? I imagine Sharpman being there. I imagine Squid Boy being there. I imagine the Dino Bros being there. And, you know, the Dino Bros, they're trapped in a different timeline at the moment. But in my head, in my version, those Dino Bros, they came back and they spent some time with Sharpman and Squid Boy and the Marshmallow Twins and they had a blast. They were just having this party, they were having this tea party, they were eating cakes. They were laughing, they were telling jokes, and that was the whole film for me. So I just had a brilliant time. Now, I would give this five stars. If Ferg was here, I don't think he'd give it any stars, but it's just a Jack episode, so that's five stars for that certified freshwater film from Just Another Shark Man podcast. Oh, listeners. Um, sorry, I just... I can't edit this out, but I really need a wee after all the, the juice, so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go out and... Um, we'll, well, I'll come back with some more content, uh, in a minute, so, uh, see you, see you in five, just skip ahead, just skip five minutes ahead, and I'll be back, and we'll be talking more about Sharkman, all the developments that happened today and yesterday. Thanks, guys, peace out. Hello Jack, uh, it's Ferg, um, hopefully they, this gets through to you, um, I'm still stuck in the endless maze under Sharkman Studios, I've been trying to call you but I haven't been able to get any signal on my phone, uh, the, sort of, the sort of triangle where normally there should be some bars when there's signal, there's no bars in it, it's, it's empty and, and inside the triangle there's just this, this sort of gothic font, um, this sort of gothic style font and it just says no escape, no salvation. But I've managed to get signal now because I've managed to I've managed to stand under a crack in the ceiling that I think goes to the surface uh, because I can see some light coming through. Obviously, it's far too thin a crack um, for me to escape through. But I am managed to get a small amount of signal just through this crack. So, Jack. Firstly, fuck you for abandoning me. I always knew you were a coward. Secondly, I hope the reason you're not picking up is because you are somewhere right now doing something very important and not just pissing around or whatever. Thirdly, I need your help. I need your help right now. Please, as soon as you get this message, call me back. I had that ball of string, that 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 golden ball of string that I that I brought with me and I was trying to lay it behind me so I could find where I was going, just like in the web series Shark Man Goes to Sainsbury's. But the, the ball of string has completely run out and I don't know where it's gone. I'm completely lost in this maze, Jack. I've been walking around for just, I, I don't even know how long it's been. It feels like it's been it's been hours, it's been days, I don't know. But just, just it's so dark and, and, and look, I, I need to get out. I've been shouting and everything, but no one's come to help me. But there's somebody I need you to call, okay? There's a friend of mine at, at Sharkman Studios. Well, okay, not a friend exactly, but, 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 I, but I got hold of his phone number. Anyway... It, the phone number's written, it's on a post-it note, in the back room of the laundrette. It's attached to my second favourite copy of Sharkman 5, okay? I need you to get that post-it note, I need you to call the number on it, Jack, and that person might be able to help me, might be able to get it out because they work in Sharkman Studios, okay? And I need to get out soon, Jack, because there's something down here. As we've speculated in the past, Jack, there's some sort of nightmare creature that Sharkman Studios are housing down here. And obviously, I am so pumped for that exclusive content. But I'm also very afraid. And obviously, I'm always in a, I'm in a concentrate of fear. But right now, I just, I just need to get out, okay? So please, Jack, just, just when you get this message, call that number as, as quick as you can. Please. Thank you. Okay. Oh, God, what was that? Message deleted.
Hi guys, I'm back. Um, just had a, yeah, really good, uh, you don't need to know about that. Um, anyway, I'm just going to dive right in now to something that Ferg is always telling us to do, and we do quite a lot on the podcast. He always wants a top five. He always, he loves a top five. He says that everyone loves a top five because, you know, you don't have to think about it. It's just a list. There's no kind of argument and there's no development. You just list things uh, in an order. So... I was trying to desperately trying to think of uh, what to what to do for my top five. We've obviously covered all of our top fives within the Sharpman films and everything. But I thought, why do we have to talk about Sharpman all the time? You know, I'm here every day, and we're talking about the Sharpman films every day. And I love superheroes, guys. I really love superheroes. But I just want to say that maybe maybe there are other things in life. So uh, what I've done is I've prepared a top five top five breakfast foods. Um, and we're going to go through that uh, right now. And it's kind of a bit of content, I suppose, we wouldn't really do with Ferg here. Because Ferg only really eats um, those those floppy protein bars um, made out of crickets. So, um, number five, right at the bottom. We're going to work our way up. It's not actually a food. It's a drink. Uh, so, uh, I've actually written apple juice. Um, and I just, you know, every morning... Every morning I come downstairs, I used to say hi to mum and Chris, but obviously I've moved out now, I live in the laundromat, and I live in the, uh, I've been sleeping in the attic of the laundromat, which is just interesting little fact for you guys, uh, Ferg says there's not enough room in his apartment, so I'm just living, I'm living in the attic, um, of the laundrette. So every, every, every morning I'm woken up by the sound of the washing machines, they're just so loud and incessant. And, uh, you know, I, I rise, I open up the little picture window in the top of the, uh, in the roof of the uh, laundrette, and then I, I, I open the hatch and I come down, and in the back room, I've left out, waiting for me, a big carton of apple juice, and I chug the whole thing, guys, because, you know what, it's the morning, breakfast is the most important meal of the day, you need that energy, you need that apple juice, just chug it down, and actually, I think, if you want to be more like Jack on the podcast, we've had a lot of people writing in, they've been saying, Jack, how do I be more like you? Well, I'm the sort of person who drinks two litres of apple juice every morning just to feel alive. Now, uh, the next thing, I've put this number four, and uh, you guys might have guessed, but what we're doing is we're sort of also working through my routine. So, um, I'm obviously up and out, I've drunk this apple juice, I walk out through the laundromat, and on the way out, there's a little bowl of mints. And so, my number four, my number four top breakfast foods is a little mint from the laundromat and I suck that on the way out of the door and that's just that extra little boost. It's like an extra little, you know, sharp bit of mint and it just wakes me up and it means I can start thinking about Shark Man. Now, let's say it's a normal day. Well, if it's a normal day, I'm heading to the cinema for about 9am. I'm walking to the cinema like any normal day begins. Because uh, you've got to see the new releases, and, you know, if, if there aren't any new releases, you've got to go re-watch some of the stuff you've already seen. Uh, and that's what Ferg's always telling me to do, and so I just do that. So I actually have a bit of a shortcut to the cinema. Now, uh, I haven't really talked about this connection a lot, guys, but uh, I did mention it on a podcast a while ago, and it is really exciting. I met a strange person that lives in the sewers uh, underneath the town, and what that means is I can just hop on down, um, and I can say hi to my friend sexy rat and what he does is he'll take me on a little little walk and we'll have a little chat about shark man about my day he never tells me anything about his day and we'll pop right up 
right next to the cinema. And honestly, it shaves minutes off my journey. Minutes off my journey. It's excellent. If you guys want a quick way around the city, just big bit of advice here, check out the sewer system. Okay, so this is my third top breakfast food. It's a mystery option. You know, I've drunk my juice, I've had my mint, now I'm ready for kind of a main course. So I'm in the sewers, and if I see something, and it's an if, but if I see a nice burger floating along, or like a nice bit of chewing gum that's already been chewed or something, I'll just, I'll pop that in my mouth, because you know what? You need the fuel for the day, guys. When you go see the film, you need to be ready. You need to be ready to make your notes, to understand, to take it all in. So, uh, you know, I'll just, I'll just run my hand through the detritus, and I'll just pick something out, and I'll look at it, and it'll make me sad. Uh, whatever I've taken out of out of the sewers, it'll make me sad, but I'll also remember that I'm hungry, you see, guys, and I obviously don't have a fridge at the laundrette, and um, I've been kicked out of my house by uh, mum, so um, I can't cook anymore, and this is what I must eat. So I'll eat it, and I won't really enjoy it, but you know what? It's a top three because you need that sustenance. A man cannot live on mints and juice alone. Right, so I pop up. I'm in the cinema now, guys. I'm in the cinema and I grab my popcorn. Of course I do. It's sweet and salty at the same time. It's the perfect combination. Ferg always goes for salty, but I just don't get it. I think you need a bit of both in your life. You need a balanced diet of popcorn is what I always say. So I grab that popcorn, always a large, and I go right into the cinema and I sit down and I eat that popcorn. I eat that popcorn for the whole film and I just have a great time. What's good about the popcorn is it stops you from thinking too hard about what you're watching, right? Because say in something like Marshmallow Twins, which I reviewed earlier, you might say, what a banal, mind-numbing piece of content. But if you're eating your popcorn at the same time, guys, you don't realise. You just love it. You just love it and you just eat the popcorn and you finish the popcorn and the film finishes and you walk right out. And so that's number two, a big, big bucket of popcorn. Get on that, guys, if you want to be more like me. But number one, number one is... Oh, I re Guys, I really need... Sorry, I'm gonna go again, just to the to the loo. Um, thanks, I'm really sorry about this. It is the juice, it does make me... I, I know, I already... Because I already... Yeah, anyway, um, I'll see you in a minute. Okay, Jack. Uh, obviously, I haven't heard from you, um, so I don't know what's happening. But um, I need you. I need some, there's something else I need you to do. Um, I've seen the creature, Jack. I've, I've definitely. I keep. I, I, I was. I've seen glimpses of shadows before, but now I, I've, I've definitely seen it. It's. It's. It's a creature that there were tales of in, in, in days of old, 2015. There have been rumours about it that it that it is some sort of half man, half shark creature. Some say it was born from a demonic wormhole into another reality. Some people say that it was the result of some genetic testing that went wrong when they were trying to make characters for Sharkman Studios. And some say that, that the CEO fucked a shark and, and it gave birth to this. It's, it's almost definitely the last one. It's, it's definitely the last one. But anyway, anyway, so um, I need you to go to my laptop, um, open it up. Um, the password is Sharkman. Uh, lowercase, all one word, and I need you to go into my documents. Uh, and in my in my documents, uh, there was a, there was an ancient .pdf file. 
of, of, from 2015 and and it tells i remember that it tells of a way to destroy the creature because I can, I, I can hear it. It's coming for me. It's coming to kill me, Jack. I need you to go in there. I can't remember what it is, but something in that PDF. There's a way for me to destroy the creature and to save myself. I need you to find that, Jack, and call me. Do that as fast as you can. Please. I can't die without seeing Sharkman 10. Okay, I'm going to go now. Message deleted. Ah, <sighs> uh, hi, guys. I'm back again from the toilet. Um, Just, uh... Ah, oh, it's nothing really, but I was just kind of, I sat there on the toilet and I was thinking about how I had to come back into here and how Ferg wouldn't be here and um, how I still had to make the podcast and then I was thinking about everything we covered so far and I was like, why, what a stupid idea to do stuff that had nothing to do with Sharkman, like why, why would I do that? I just, I don't know, I was getting a bit... I have this sometimes, I just have these crises of confidence, and it's fine guys, it's totally fine, but um, as Fergus isn't here to calm me down, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna give you guys a stream of just kind of what I'm feeling, usually Ferg, Ferg pauses, pauses the podcast and he deals with this and then he calms me back down, but I was just on the toilet and I was worrying about the podcast and I was thinking, Jack, what stupid, what stupid idea to talk about not sharp man things, to talk about your top five breakfast foods, what an idiot, and then like at this point, usually what I'd come in and Ferg was Ferg would calm me down, but 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 I was on the toilet and and I knew Ferg wasn't there, so I couldn't run out with my trousers down and ask him. And what I did instead was um, I just started to I started to think a bit bigger. I started to think, look, why am I why am I in this laundrette recording this podcast? You know, it's like I know it's a popular podcast and I know, you know, I know we've got a lot of fans, but at the same time, I'm just feeling like like what's the point of I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't usually say this, but like, what's the point of Sharkman? What is the point of me and Ferg coming in here every day, talking about Sharkman, talking about all the actors and the directors and the films, when there's just so much else to life that I'm just not really engaging with or getting, you know, I'm looking around here, there's kind of a mouldy corner in the top of the laundrette, there's jumpers everywhere, we've got all our Sharkman comics out, and it's like, what, what about my mum? you know, what about my house at home? Like, why can't I move back in there anymore? And then I was thinking about Chris, who I cut his hand off because he was he was living in my house and he was my landlord. And, um, and then I was thinking about that and I was thinking, Jack, why did you do that? Why did you cut off his hand? And the answer, like, isn't really to do with the fact that I hated him. Like, I should be able to deal with that. I think the fact was that, actually, I've been thinking about Sharkman so much and I was so behind our podcast and I've been thinking about all the violence in Sharkman and I just thought, well... Why don't I just fight Chris to the death, you know? And why don't I cut off his hand with a carving knife? And I shouldn't really have done that, but but there's something about these films, there's something about just being so engrossed in this fandom that it it makes things that are totally intolerable, like 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 extreme acts of violence. It makes them very tolerable and it makes them seem to make sense in your worldview, but um but but really, that it's an awful thing I did. And actually, I understand why he wants revenge. You know, Chris has been sending me these letters and they've been written in blood. And, and, and they've been saying, Jack, I will one day get my revenge. And I understand that, Chris, now. I actually understand that because what I did was... 
what I did was totally, totally unreasonable. And I'm sorry. And, and, and I mean, oh God, I wish Ferg was here. I wish he'd calm me right down. But I just can't see this point. I just can't see the point in Sharpman anymore. And I can't see, it's just I had this, I had this feeling on the toilet and, and it just won't go away and it won't go out of my head. And I just feel like I'm a bad podcaster. But not only that, that I'm just, 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 just wasting my life away on this thing. I mean, what's the point, guys? And Ferg would probably tell me, Ferg would probably say, Jack, look, it's just a it's just a cocktail of too much apple juice, which I never let you have on the podcast because you get like this. And then me not being here and you having to struggle and work out how to record and how to press the buttons, but I just can't really do it anymore. And I'm just feeling a bit... I'm just gonna... I just need a second. And I would edit this out. <laughs> Hello? Oh my god, is that... Oh, I'm Foo. Jack, Jack, it's Fergus. Oh, hi, Ferg. What's... Is everything okay over there? No, no, I'm just... I'm just feeling a bit, um... I'm just having this bit of a crisis. I've just been... I'm wondering... And yeah, I know... I know this sounds crazy, but I'm just wondering, why are we doing Sharkman? Why do we like Sharkman so much? Like, why do we watch the films? What's the point? Like, I haven't seen my mum for weeks and weeks, but I have seen weeks and weeks of the Sharkman films. I've seen so much more of Poor Boy's person than I have of my own family. And I just... And you weren't here, so I need just your reassurance that everything's alright. I just need you to tell me... Why we're doing this again, and just, just kind of... Jack, shut up, shut up, Jack. I don't give a shit. Okay. Look, I just called to tell you that everything's okay. Everything worked out fine. I was... Okay, here's what happened. I was... I, I, was, I was crawling around the maze, um, still looking for a way out, try, trying to get away. I could hear the shrieks of the, of the, of the, you know, the half-man, half-shark minotaur creature. I could hear them echoing around the labyrinth, and I was stumbling through the dark, when suddenly I turned a corner, and I saw it. And I stopped in my tracks. And we both screamed. Now, I screamed, of course, because, because it was a, a half-man, half-shark creature like nothing I've ever seen before. A, a horror made flesh. And, and, and he screamed because, because, you know, I've got that sort of look about me, you know, where I'm like, you know, I'm kind of, kind of dead behind the eyes, but I'm sort of always ready. Um, you know, I kind of give off a bad vibe. Anyway, we both stood there for a moment, just stunned, uh, not saying anything. And we just stood there looking at each other. You know, I was waiting for it to attack. I was getting ready to die. I was running through all my favourite Sharpman films in my head. But then, but then, but then he didn't attack. And, well, then we, we got talking. And, and it turned out he's not, he's not an evil monster at all. He, you know, he's actually, he's actually kind of just a regular guy. He's actually, you know, he's really nice. Um... He was like, oh, you trapped in this labyrinth. And I was like, yeah, I thought you were trying to kill me. And we had a nice laugh about it. And, uh, and and it turns out he's actually, I mean, he very much is still, you know, this nightmare creature that there were the rumours about. Um, most probably born of an unholy congress between man and shark, specifically the Sharkman Studio CEO. Um, and he is trapped down here and he doesn't really remember how he got down here. And this is all he knows. Um, but he also has a cool little job down here working for Sharkman Studios. What he does uh, for his job working for Sharkman Studios is 
he's got loads of buckets, right? He's got loads of buckets that they've given him. And what happens is there's lots of cracks uh, in the ceiling of the labyrinth, like I mentioned earlier. There's lots of cracks, and through the cracks trickles um, this this stuff, this liquid. And what he has to do is he is he is he puts he puts the buckets around under the cracks in order to catch the liquid. There's, there's cracks everywhere, so that, and there's loads of buckets. Um, and basically, he spends all his time just walking around the labyrinth. And when he sees a bucket is full up of liquid, he replaces it with a new empty bucket. And he just spends all his time all day just walking around in circles, uh, doing that, waiting for buckets to fill up with this liquid, and then replacing them with an empty bucket. And all the buckets that are filled out, he goes and he puts them um, in a particular area for Charmaine Studios. And every now and again, they come and collect the buckets. Um, and I asked him, of course, you know, what is that liquid that's that's that coming through the cracks? Um, and and he doesn't know, but, but you know, it's it's some sort of lovely syrup um, that comes from you know somewhere, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's trickling down from beneath Sharpman Studios. We don't need to think about it. Um, and I asked, you know, what is it that Sharpman Studios need it for? Why do they need it to trickle down to here and for you to put it in buckets and then them to take it away? Why can't they just take it from up there in the first place? And he said he doesn't know exactly what they use it for, but he thinks the reason they need it to go through the labyrinth is because the labyrinth is a bit closer to hell than the rest of Sharpman Studios. Something like that, but neither of us are really sure. And you know, as we were talking, um, I had such a horrible, long day. Um, you'd abandoned me, you know, fuck you. Um, and... I'd been so scared and so lost and I thought I was going to die. Um, but I think I really, I really connected with this guy, you know, with this half shark, half man, minotaur thing. Um, and I think that's because we're both actually really quite alike. You know, we're, we're both sort of trapped in our world. And our, our world is, is just under, but not quite in Sharkman Studios. And, and we're constantly going around in circles, doing the same thing all the time. We're both very much in the dark about the truth of the world. Um, we're both just, you know, just both eternally trapped and lost. But there's something else that I found we had in common. It's that we both love our job. So anyway, um, don't worry about my previous messages. I've been having a lovely time and he's going to help me get out. Um... Anyway, yes, sorry, yes, talking of the podcast, uh, yes, so here's what you need to do, because um, obviously I've been stuck down here, so we haven't been able to do a podcast today, so um, in the event of this happening, I've got a few pre-made podcasts on my laptop, so obviously you won't be able to do the podcast. Yeah, so I did you, that. What, you, you managed to get the laptop out, and you, you like turned the mic on and everything? Yeah, okay, I t- yeah, I turned it on, it's all, it's going, and we've recorded it, I'm recording it now. Wow, Jack, I'm actually re- really proud of you. I really didn't think you'd be able to do that, but... Wow, you really pulled through for me there, Jack. Thanks, Jack. Well done. Oh, thank you, Ferg. Thanks, I'm trying my best. I just... Are you going to be okay to upload it and everything? Yeah, no, I think I'll be fine. Brilliant. Well, I won't rush myself then. I'm going to I'm gonna chill down here for a bit longer with Eugene, if that's all right. His name's Eugene. Right, uh, well, see you tomorrow. Uh, well, uh, yeah, listeners, so, um, so Ferg's calmed me down, I'm really sorry about that, good to know, good to know he's doing good, and good to know he's just had a great big party in the old, um, the old nightmare labyrinth underneath Sharpman Studios, so big shout out to Ferg, have a great rest of your time there, and I'll see you really soon.
think we've just got time for um yeah just got time for some emails um right so we've got an email here and i've also got reviews so i'm going to do the email first so this is an email from george butcher he says dear just another sharp man podcast I wanted to say I'm a really big fan of your podcast. I have never been much of a fan of the Sharpman franchise before. <laughs> Idiot. Preferring to do other things like badminton. What's badminton? However, when discovering your podcast, you got me hooked on Sharpman and now I can't get enough of it. I've listened to every episode multiple times. I spend every day, hours every day, watching the Sharpman films at two times speed so I can get through them quicker. Good on, good on you, George. You know, you can't catch up on a franchise this big unless you start watching at two times speed. I mean, Ferg got me into this recently, Ferg's at five times speed now, and boy, boy is he good at it. But um, I just, I, I, I'm so glad the Sharpman Studios added the two times speed button on the DVDs. Um, I think that you're making the right choice there because if you want to catch up and if you want to follow everything that we're doing in the podcast, you've got to watch the Sharpman films faster than you can understand them. George has also written here that uh, I, the only controversial opinion I have about the Sharpman films is that I actually think the Dark Squid film is really good. Um. Ooh, okay, George, I'm just gonna, um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna delete this message, and, um, I'm just gonna, I can't cut this out now I've read it, but, um, I just want you to know that you're wrong, and um, if Ferg were here, you'd be getting a lot of hate mail. If Ferg were here, Ferg would be, he'd be looking at your email, he'd be going onto his databases, he'd be finding your address, and he, he might go to your house, and he'd be shouting at you outside your house. So um, I just want you to know that you've dodged that bullet, but please never write to us again. The Dark Squid films are absolutely terrible, and I know Ferg would want me to be hardline about this, because it's really important that everyone thinks the same thing about all the movies. Um, and in this particular movie, everyone thinks it was it was just absolutely very bad. Um, and that anyone who thinks otherwise, you know, your dissenting voice, it's it's uh, really not healthy for the franchise. It's really not healthy for people like me and Ferg trying to get excited about the films. And uh, it's really, it's not going to be good for you. So, uh, George, sorry, I'm just going to cut this off now. Um, I'm going to delete so Ferg doesn't see it. And... Uh, yeah, good luck with the rest of your life. I hope we never chat again. Right, so uh, we've got another, another, we've got a review here, and uh, it says Sharktastic, thanks very much, and it's from Ladykiller321. Thanks very much, Ladykiller. I love this podcast. It keeps me chuckling on the cross trainer. When is the next live stream? Well, the next live stream is actually tomorrow. Tune in. We're, we're going to be we're going to be filming me and Ferg. We're going to be filming ourselves watching a video of ourselves watching Sharkman 2 and commenting on it. So, you know, you've got three, three bits of separation there and you're going to I think you guys are going to really enjoy it. It's really special. So we'll get to that tomorrow. That's when the next live stream is Lady Killer. Now, uh, the last thing that Lady Killer writes is that, is Jack single? I'm asking for a friend. Oh, well, uh, that's nice. Um, it's funny, because I think if you sent me that yesterday, I think I would have been like, yeah, here's my number. I'm super single. Get me out there. But actually, you know, Ferg, you know, it's just reminded me that Ferg's got me out of like another existential crisis about what I'm doing here. And, and it's really nice to have a friend who can show you the way and tell you, you know, the right way to go. Like, like, do I go left or right? 
or do I leave the maze entirely? And, you know, Ferg, Ferg will always say, Jack, don't leave the maze. Don't leave the maze. Just go to the left and just keep keep on buttering in. So uh, without Ferg, Lady Killer, um, I think I'm I'd 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 be lost. I'd be totally lost. Um, so actually, Lady Killer, I think I'm just gonna say, I'm not single. I've got my pal Ferg, and he's proud of me, and I'm proud of him. And I think we'll always show each other the way. So uh, thank you for that, and good night. You have been listening to Just Another Sharkman podcast starring Jack Bradfield as Jack and Fergus MacDonald as Fergus. Artwork by Neve Simpson. Music and editing by Fergus MacDonald. You can tune in for more Sharkman news tomorrow. And the day after that. And the day after that. And the day after that. And the day...